What can the healthcare sector learn from other sectors when it comes to improving cybersecurity? I'm Marianne Kolbesek McGee, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Greg Garcia, who was recently named First Executive Director for Cybersecurity at the Healthcare and Public Health Sector Coordinating Council, or HPHSCC. The council is a public-private partnership that works with the Departments of Health and Human Services and Homeland Security to help protect the healthcare sector against physical and cyber threats. Greg will be speaking to us about his new role and what the healthcare sector can learn from other sectors when it comes to improving cybersecurity. So now, Greg, first of all, congratulations on your new role. And for those not familiar with HPHSCC, very briefly describe what the organization organization does. For instance, is it considered an information sharing and analysis organization? The Health Sector Coordinating Council, like many other sector coordinating councils, is part of a broader national initiative called the National Infrastructure Protection Plan. This is arised out of successive presidential executive orders dating back to 1998 and the most recent update in 2015. And it basically said that it identified 16 critical industry sectors, such as healthcare, financial services, telecommunications, electricity, and many more. All of these critical sectors being essential to our national economy, our homeland security, public health, public safety. And with any one of these sectors suffering any kind of substantial or catastrophic disruption, then we have a problem on our hands. So these executive orders recommended, not required, but recommended that these critical industry sectors self-organize around a process of risk management for not just cybersecurity, but physical security. That means identify your sector, all of its assets, all of its services, and consider what are the key vulnerabilities to that sector or the threats and figure out how to mitigate them and do so in partnership with government agencies that are assigned to you. In the healthcare sector space, our sector-specific agency is the Department of Health and Human Services. I also was an executive director a while back with the Financial Services Sector Coordinating Council. So these are quasi-official partnerships with the government, public-private partnerships, and many of them meet on a regular basis to engage with among themselves in the private sector and with the government. It is less of an information sharing and analysis organization and more of a strategic longer-term policy assessment about how do we do it better? What policy environment would encourage more information sharing, better cybersecurity hygiene, and what can we be doing operationally different over the longer term to make our sector more secure and more resilient? So now, Greg, prior to joining the HPHSCC, you spent time at DHS, and you also, as you mentioned, previously served on the Financial Services Sector Coordinating Council, and you're also co-founder of the Information Technology Sector Coordinating Council. Based on your work with DHS and the other coordinating councils, what stands out to you so far about the good and the bad when it comes to the healthcare sector in terms of its cybersecurity preparedness and practices? One thing that I find common about all of the critical sectors, and I touched on all of them 
quite frankly, when I was, was with the Department of Homeland Security because I was partly responsible for assessing the sector plans for each of those sectors. And what is common among them is the complexity of each sector. Because within every sector, you have many subsectors that have interdependence, but they also have distinctive business models and different threat profiles. By way of example, the Financial Sector Council, when you think of financial services, most often people think about banks. Well, it's more than that. The financial sector is banks, it's insurance companies, it's stock exchanges, it's mortgage banking its credit cards, its payment clearance processing companies. And all of these are part of an ecosystem that need to interact seamlessly together in order to deliver the services and products and capabilities that the public comes to depend upon. That same dynamic exists with the healthcare sector. When you think of healthcare, probably most people think of hospitals. Well, but you're also talking about laboratories and medical device makers. You're looking at mass fatality and management services. You're looking at health plans and payers. And all of these, again, are part of an interdependent ecosystem. So the challenge in all of these is to find ways to motivate unity of effort. In other words, we all face common threats and challenges. And therefore, we all have a common responsibility to address those challenges in as uniform a way as possible. So the financial sector, for example, has matured fairly well over the years in terms of the sophistication by which they protect their infrastructure and the way they work together. I think the healthcare sector is certainly motivated, and they now are looking and we are looking at how to collaborate with better unity of effort. And that is both at a tactical operational level, which is what the National Health ISAC or Information Sharing and Analysis Center is doing, to the more strategic and policy area, which is what I'm focused on for cybersecurity, and that's the sector coordinating council. So now, Greg, when you look at the healthcare sector and you look at the overall cyber threat landscape, what do you see as some of the most pressing challenges facing the healthcare sector right now? And where do you think things are headed? I would point your listeners to the reports of a task force that concluded its recommendations in June of this year. It was a report that came out of the Cybersecurity Act of 2015, which asked the Department of Health and Human Services to appoint a task force of experts within the government and the private sector to assess our state of readiness and the threats that we're facing in the healthcare sector and come up with recommendations. That report resulted in six high-level imperatives and about 105 or so recommendations and tasks that cascade under each one of those imperatives. And some of the priorities that it's highlighted was we need to have a better healthcare workforce capacity for cybersecurity, both for awareness and technical. We need to increase the resilience of and security of medical devices. We need to define and streamline the leadership and governance of the healthcare sector. This goes back to my comment about unity of effort. How do we do this all together in a better way? And we just, we have to increase our readiness, both technically and operationally. We need to protect R&D and research and development and intellectual property and improve information sharing. So those are the high level top six priorities identified in the task force report. 
And I think going forward over the, uh, the coming weeks, months, and years, we will be focusing on implementing those recommendations. And Greg, based on the time that you worked with the financial services sector and the IT sector, are there any particular practices or anything in terms of their embrace of certain technologies, for instance, maybe in the security arena that you saw as making a difference in their cybersecurity that perhaps has not been as embraced by the healthcare sector that you think that the healthcare sector really needs to sort of up its game in also considering in terms of practices or technologies? I have not been with the health sector long enough to really have a firm grip on what has been done, what has not been done, or what's been tried and hasn't yet worked. But I can tell you with the financial sector, you know, a couple of things really stood out for me that may apply well to the health sector. You know, one of the things that the financial sector as a regulated entity, a regulated sector is concerned is is regulators were increasingly turning to the banks to better manage the supply chain, uh, the security of their supply chain, meaning all of the IT vendors and service providers that serve financial services. How do the banks get assurances that the products and services that they are using are secure or that the service providers themselves have good cyber hygiene? Well, the financial sector needs to be concerned not only about their first level service providers and vendors, but also the security of the people and companies who serve their vendors. You see what I'm saying? Second order of supply chain security assurances. And so what I think what the financial sector wanted to do was, what if we as a group develop common uniform contract language for what it means to be secure so that our vendors don't have to tailor their security procedures to each and every big bank that asks for special security controls. And so the more that we can standardize and make uniform requirements on our vendors, the better they are able to scale up their security practices so that it's win-win for everybody, that uh, they don't have to increase costs dramatically to adhere to multiple disparate and sometimes differing security standards required by their customers. So that's one example. Other things we learned is how to more efficiently share information among us in the midst of a big cyber attack. And we did that a lot by both real-world experience and by doing a lot of exercises. So the more exercises you can do, the more muscle memory you can develop. And the National Health ISAC is doing a lot of those exercises, and it's a continuous learning experience. So, you know, incident response, supply chain, security management, those are two pretty good initiatives. And the final one is even for the biggest enterprises who are sophisticated and know what they're doing, there's a much larger group of small to mid-sized enterprises, whether it's family practices or small community hospitals, who don't have the tools or the expertise to do in cybersecurity in, in a structured way. How do we get the word out to them? It really becomes, you know, using the great best practices that we are developing and making it a marketing initiative to get word out, to get education and awareness out to all the other critical providers of healthcare in the community to up their game as well. A rising tide lifts all boats. And finally, Greg, very briefly, what's on the top of HPHSCC's agenda in terms of trying to help the healthcare sector tackle some of the cyber challenges that we were just discussing? My earliest priorities right now are to build awareness across all of the subsectors in the health sector about the sector coordinating council, that they have a place to go to lend their expertise, to think 
collaboratively with other subsectors about how we do this better, whether it's supply chain security, whether it's incident response and information sharing, whether it's workforce development. There's a lot of work and there's a lot of expertise that can be brought to bear on this joint mission. And so I want to get the word out, build the membership and motivate participation. Thanks, Greg. I've been speaking to Greg Garcia. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.